Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode 50 of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared, the official Pokemon podcast of comicbook.com. That's right, we are two weeks away, or I guess one week away, from our year celebration, year jubilee. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. I am one of your hosts, Jim Biscardi, and I am joined by Christian Hoffer and Megan Peters. Hello. I nice am to also know y'all for here. A year. I am physically present for the show. Wow. Quarantine's really getting to you. <laughs> it's it's it has gotten to me, Megan. It it got to me weeks ago. I am just a hollow shell of what I once was. You know, I honestly got so bored yesterday. I started pressure washing my driveways. So nice. wow. pressure washing is so much fun. I know. No, I'm not that... complaining. Don't get me wrong. I'm. I get to pressure wash the sidewalk this evening no. super pumped about that no. not that that has literally anything to do with pokemon but pressure this is would this be is more not, fun with a <laughs> this is not a home improvement show this is a unfortunately pokemon. no unfortunately well, that'll is, be the spinoff <laughs> yeah. this is a pokemon show we talk about pokemon stuff we talk about the games we talk about the anime uh we talk about the pokemon stuff merchandise christian bought something at the end of last week's episode and it showed up already so for those watching the video you can see christian has the uh, lucario gallery figure mm-hmm. that we talked about last week and uh, to unboxing coffee yeah, just get right? to do it and uh and yeah i mean that's that's kind of what we do here shows broken up into three parts we go over some quick news in the beginning we take a little bit of a break then we do a deep dive into something else. There's usually a tangent or two. And then before we end the show, uh, it is the Pokemon fact of the week that Christian regales us with. And uh, this week's is a is a good one. One that people, it may be like an, oh yeah, but also like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, there's, no. there's, it's another two-parter. Because I can't honestly can't remember if we've done this done the first part before. That's a problem. We've done so many Pokemon facts. You know, sure. We've done we've done forty nine of the how many Pokemon are there? Uh, you know, eight hundred and ninety <laughs> something. Right, but, but to be yeah. fair, we have doubled up in some. That's episodes. true. There have been a, a lot of doubles. Yeah, ups. and now and now we're just going. You know, we're doing like one family at a time at this point. Right. So. But where before it was, you know, during the October months last year, we had a lot of Halloween-y themed ones. And yeah, then we went we, straight. Anyway, it's everyone's favorite sure. segment of the show. So don't, there, we got a good show ahead. Don't zip to the end because you'll miss Christian uh, losing his mind over something. So, um, excuse you. <laughs> let's start with the news. Uh, a new afternoon with EB figure is live. Another one? Yes. It's yes, the Sylveon one we discussed. Oh, yeah. okay. it's live. Okay. Yeah, Sorry. you can buy it now. Yeah, if, you know, I figured I figured that people should know that you can now purchase it because you know sometimes when we do these, uh, we <laughs> just 
you know, say like, oh, this thing is coming out, and then we never mention it again. That's true. And then they mm-hmm. sell out, which is what happened with the Vaporeon uh, and the EV. So if you want to buy that cute Sylveon, buy it now from the Pokemon Center, our friends, which we received no sort of like financial compensation for, you know, just yeah. FYI. Yeah, no, I mean, I've already... No, we, I mean, we're, le- we're legitimate so. fans of these things because... Yeah, they they're are, so good. They are very good looking. Not like the yeah. Funko, uh, the other Funko figures, which at least yeah. one of us is not a fan of. Yeah, yeah. and we also tell you about these figures in particular because when they sell out, they're usually difficult to restock. Uh, it usually true. takes a little bit. Mm-hmm. Also, the uh, and after, the aftermarket the, the aftermarket selling for it is honestly ridiculous. It's not worth it. But you know, I understand the, the the need to want it all immediately, especially because like these EV figures, they come together to create a diorama, yeah. um, which I'm I've already put space for in my house. So um, I pre-ordered. Join me in the love for EV will take over the world. It's basically I, what I'm telling to you. I did not believe you guys when you said that the resale value of these were pretty ridiculous. I'm like, They're oh, no, like what? Like, you know, are we talking like, you know, instead of them being like 20 bucks or like 30 bucks? No, <laughs> the, the resale actually is pretty freaking ridiculous. They're like 80 like, bucks yeah. for some of them. I some know. Yeah, they're, they're ridiculous. Like, it's not, yeah. it's, it's not. Like, what the not. heck? Like, no wonder yeah. these things are only, you know, sell out so quickly because there's like people like Jim Scalper out market. there. I am not for- scalping these for the record. I don't even have any of them. I think the only one I have, and I still have it over there. I'll grab it. If I wasn't wired, I'd grab it. Is the um, Lucky Day, uh, the Lucky Day with Pikachu one. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. right. Jim doesn't scalp these. However, Jim's daughter, who's of prime scalping age, according to all the stories we've heard from Jim, that's right, probably down to the beach on her wagon. Yep, selling these suckers on eBay. Just you know, no, no, no. She sells them in person. You get cash on just immediate cash. Yeah, that's how you do it. Come on, yeah. It's like I'm young and adorable. (laughs) Unfortunately, unfortunately, the secondary market. You know, the 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 prime suckers for. For the source scam, you know, with the nursing homes being shut down. Due no. to <laughs> oh, <laughs> yep, no, oh. none of them are allowed outside. Oh, God. Anyway, anyways, Pokemon Go a has a new event coming from up. That. <laughs> Pokemon Go has a new event coming up, a new buddy up event. It's so. ongoing now, and uh, the big thing about this is that you have a chance to get a new regional exclusive Pokemon. Which, Which you sh- uh, for us here in the U.S., it's Volbeat, uh, and uh-huh. in um, Europe and Asia and Australia, it's Illumis. So I mean, it's not like it's a good regional yeah. explosive, but for but those looking to complete their Pokedexes, exactly, it's it's yeah. a necessary step. I'm surprised how easy they are to find too. Like I hopped on to Pokemon Go for the first time in probably two weeks yesterday and i threw on an incense just to see how common you know these were when i was writing up the article and like i got like four of them already so i was like oh okay well these are indeed common pokemon Mm. yeah i was i realized now that you said that it's been like two weeks since you booted up pokemon go it's been a hot minute especially because i moved recently and where i used to live was like right across the street from like a gym like it was there yeah. it was always a battle for me to like get the get the red team out 
show show love for Team Mystic. Uh, now I live kind of in the middle of nowhere, so <laughs> there is nothing around. Um, really, really feeling that need for some Pokemon. I guess I'm probably I've had, these incense, I've had some pretty good luck. Don't. I've had some pretty good luck uh, just hunting in my backyard. Um, which has been which has been pretty great. Although, like right now, I'm trying to catch this Joltik, and it's uh, for whatever reason we're giving. No, me a is, really hard is the little lo- little bug Pokemon just proving to be too much for you? It is proving wow. to be too much for me. I just don't. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Which is really wow. annoying. Anyway, uh, so that's available for you to to get now, and. Uh, that's kind of it on the Pokemon Go front, really. I mean, other than, you know, there's... I imagine we'll get some more deals and stuff like yeah, that. They're, they've really been ramping up the, mm-hmm. the one-coin deals. This week, it's like 50 great balls, and there's a few, like, boxes you can get for the Buddy Up event. So that's nice. Yeah, there will gotcha. be more stuff. The remote passes should be coming here, like, any time now. So we'll we'll... Hopefully that comes out here in the next week or so, because another valuable source of recurring Pokemon news is about to go on indefinite hiatus, which really That's sucks right. for us. The Pokemon yeah. has been delayed. I mean, which, we, we talked about this in the last episode. Right. We knew the writing was, was on the wall. We just didn't know how quickly it was going to happen. I, I believe I said it was going to be pretty quick. And lo and behold, I was correct. It took literally <laughs> a week. Uh, so the latest episode of the anime did come out this weekend and it was followed up by posts saying that, um, you know, due to the current um, pandemic, the coronavirus situation, Japan has uh, enhanced its social distancing restrictions um, in Tokyo and other major cities where the recording is done. Um, so not only can the actors not record, but they're also keeping the animators and the production staff at home. Obviously, that's doing some delays. And that means it's on indefinite hiatus. So this isn't the first time the Pokemon anime has been on hiatus. We've had, you know, missing episodes taken off before. You know, it's, it's nothing new. Um, but if this goes on long enough, it could become like a record for, for the show. So yeah. this would be a great time for them to like get the like official English stuff or dubbed version out. I know that's but not going to happen because we're enough. undergoing the same issues that they are. <laughs> so I was about to say, it's, like, it's even either. worse over here in the U.S. <laughs> yeah, especially because the dub, the the traditionally, the studios where the Pokemon dub is recorded is in New York. So that's not yeah. going to happen. Um, but if they would at least just do like an official English subtitle, which It'll I know they're not going to do... I know they're not Hopper, but let's give a little hope because at least Netflix broke why? the barrier with why give, Why? That's like, you know, like one day the sun will wake up and it'll be a bright red or something like that. Something stupid. I guess the sun occasionally is red. It's <laughs> yeah. not like pollution. But like, uh, I don't know. Like the sky will be green one day. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, something absolutely ridiculous that will never happen. You know, like it's it's like... I don't know, like some like it, it'll, it'll never happen. It'll never happen. That's okay, all. Okay, we said that about the movies, but then lo and behold, Netflix did it. Hopper, I'm just trying to bring some hope to people in a time of quarantine, and you're really harsh in my vibe. So, I, I mean, you know what? You know what? We should be giving hope for that. Netflix will like move up the release of you know the Pokemon thing, so we don't have uh, the upcoming Pokemon Journeys the anime, which by the way is the official title. The stupid uh, name. It's, I mean. Good. 
it's better than Pokemon, you know, Pokemon, Pokemon, the series, which is, you know, the title could be a lot worse. It could be. And I understand the journeys part because literally Ash and go in this anime are, are, are going, going on, on journeys, journeys with the regions. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, once it starts getting heavily into the world championship, just like Pokemon bit, they'll have like a new subtitle and it'll, it'll oh. clarify some things. Pokemon um, Master Journeys, the series, or something like that. Something like that. Like I, it's not the worst title I've ever heard. Um, but that would be the, that the would be thing, Pokemon my, Best Wishes. Yes. <laughs> my favorite thing, though, is the conversation within the the Annie Poke community for the animation Pokemon community is that they're like, we refuse to abbreviate this correctly because if you abbreviate it, it just becomes Pokemon Journeys uh, PJs, <laughs> and everyone's like, that's yeah. stupid. I can't do that. Also, just to let everybody know, I have logged into Pokemon Go for the first time since I've moved to my new house, and there's nothing. <laughs> there is nothing as far as the eye can see. So <laughs> I'm having to get some incense going on. I'm too used to living by gym. Yeah, yeah it's, it's one of those things where, like, if I move my phone around a little bit, just like go like this. Uh, you know, Pokemon. That's what I was doing, like, really suddenly, like, underneath the camera. I was like, am I going to get anything? I hatched some eggs, which I guess I have accumulated enough uh, enough walking for. But other than that, the whole bunch of nothing. So, well. got that to look forward to. <laughs> uh, I also want to say, too, like, the, the name Pokemon Journeys, I understand that, you know, Sun and Moon and X and Y were named after the games. But, like, let's be real. Those are dumb names yeah. for a show. Pokemon yeah. Journeys it sounds like a show. I mean, it sounds like, because again, this is a series that they're really trying to kind of break the mold with. I mean, the 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 traveling and the, the history and the canon exploration that this new anime has already done in only like, what, 20 episodes or less yep. yeah. has been very impressive compared to, you know, any of the other shows. I mean, Sun and, Sun and Moon got close to it, but it was still very insular in its exploration of, you know, Pokemon lore. Uh, this one has done a better job of that so far and is much more promising. It also... For a long time, Pokemon was having some really hard rating issues in Japan because it's on cable then, and it was in this once like primetime spot forever, and then it got moved, and that was because it wasn't bringing in enough ratings even as a kids show or a kids anime, which is like the top demographic of like TV in Japan. Um, so I feel like this is also a very calculated move on the Pokemon uh, company's part to rebrand the show as something that's not tangentially not that they really have ever been, but that they're not like, oh, well, this is just a complete anime remake of the game. It's like, no, it's related to that lore and season. It's just a different take on it. So well, I appreciate and, that. And also, I mean, I wonder how much of it is also, you know, fans have been about aspects to the anime that this show has gone out of its way to correct. I mean, first we had like, oh, Ash has never shown like, you know, any sort of like, character growth over the last like 20 years and lo and behold now ash is acting like a seasoned pokemon trainer mm -hmm. you know which which we we would get but now it's just like and then it's like why does ash always have to start over whenever he goes to a new region and now ash is like oh i caught a dragonite oh here's my gengar like oh uh i have multiple legendary pokemon at my disposal like watch yeah. me now um, you know, and now it's, you know, I, I feel like they are actively not course correcting, 
but really addressing some like the longtime issues fans of the series have had, yeah. um, which has made this a uh, more wholesome experience. And also, I feel like this is the first time, based on the stuff that happened on the last episode, that like Ash might actually have like uh like a traveling companion that's a true rival instead of like someone that like ash actively might eventually dislike um instead <laughs> of like yeah. They, oh yeah we're we're friends first and rivals second oh we're rivals for one battle like no i feel like go is going to be somebody that ash is going to have to like take down yeah i i i feel like the you're cr- totally correct with that, Hopper. They're definitely addressing some of those issues. I just, the one thing I just have to say, and I know there's going to be some listeners who are diehards and who are just going to hate me for this, but it's like, I'm so tired of people bringing back up Greninja in the discussion <laughs> of the Pokemon anime. Look, I love Greninja. He was a great Pokemon. They had that bond together. They literally, like, mind-melded, like, Vulcan style at some point. Like, I understand, like, the desire to have him back. But the reasons for why Greninja has left Ash, like there's so many people saying, speak- well, there's no way he can come back. He can come back. I have very little doubt that he will at least be mentioned at some point or revisited at some point. But like, I do not expect him, nor do I want him to rejoin Ash's party for this. I want this to be a, a separate experience. The the holding on to and the the almost like treasured nature of some Pokemons like Lycanroc or or any of these Pokemon that Ash has had who he's bonded. I mean Charizard, obviously mm-hmm. we we joke about Charizard all the time. That's just a thing that has frustrated me recently within the fandom because I love these Pokemon too. I have such a connection with them, but also like I want to give other Pokemon the chance. So far a lot of those Pokemon in this new series have been generation one, except for like the Galar Pokemon we've seen occasionally. Okay, but uh, what if Butterfree just, shows up? No, I, I don't mean, want that. That Absolutely Butterfree's not. dead. Oh, yeah, oh, bye. Oh. No, okay. If Butterfree shows up, I'm saying bye bye, Butterfree. What? You would say bye bye to Butterfree if Butterfree well, showed Butterfree, up? Butterfree, Butterfree's been outclassed by every every Pokemon. It's like, not even that he's been outclassed. Like I would love I mean, an episode where like we see like a flock of Butterfree and we meet Butterfree's descendants and their kids and they have a whole nice little thing and Team Rocket shows up. But like I don't ultimately want Butterfree to rejoin like Ash's party. I definitely don't mind that kind of instance of like reconnecting with lost Pokemon or Pokemon who you've parted with. And I think even the latest episode of Pokemon sets that up nicely, given what Go did with uh, Raboot. Um, but I hate yeah. Go, just for the record. <laughs> no, what a surprise. Go, Go has surprise. made my Leon list. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess we should discuss this because I just dropped that all ominously. So in this latest episode, like right before, like it goes on a definite hiatus, <laughs> basically like, Go and Raboot are not vibing with one another. Raboot is like way too sullen and emo and independent for Go to handle. And like, to be fair, Go doesn't really have friends. Like that's kind of the whole point of Go is like, he's so socially inept. Like he doesn't have many friends. He doesn't know how to deal with them. Ash is like one of his first like genuine kind of give and take relationship friends. Um, (laughs) And he just can't deal with Raboot's. So he does what he always does, and he's just, like, deuces. So he abandons Raboot at their, like, last location, and he, like, comes up to Ash and Pikachu on the train to their next destination. And everyone's like, where's your Pokemon? And goes just like, oh, NBD, I left it behind. He's gone. And Ash is like, 
did you even say goodbye? And goes like, oh, I don't really think I did. So, um, yeah, it was a very uncomfortable situation. Ash, for once, was like visibly like, what are you doing? Like, well, you I mean, especially because Ash has a habit of picking up Pokemon from the side of the road. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> I should have, I should have run back there. should have just gone back and got it. <laughs> it's just been yeah. like, oh, yeah, sorry, my Pokemon now. Enjoyed like the 50 Pokemon that you've caught and have like never talked about ever again. This yeah, he's like all these Pokemon, like 20,000 Weedle and like, I don't know, I don't, others like Pokemon. He's never used them. He would bring them, like, if Go tried to use this Pokemon in battle, they would not listen to him because one, he is not trained enough to know how to use them. Like, I understand the point that they're trying to make is like, this is like a boy who doesn't know like how to function in a Pokemon world. And he has an idealized version of Pokemon that you just catch them and collect them. And you don't have to like invest time or relationships into them. And that Ash is supposed to be that foil who teaches him that. But like the way Go is acting in this episode, like I, I would, I mean, I don't have the grudge Hopper does against Leon, but like, I definitely am starting to have that grudge against Go. Like, listen, right now, my ideal ending for Go is that oh, Ash yeah. gets oh, Lucario, and then Ash Mega evolves Lucario. So Lucario's got like the metal, like the brass knuckles, which are actually like metal spikes, like you know, on his mm-hmm. fists, and mm-hmm. then Lucario punches Go with that, and then they leave him and. A location just lying there with a hole in his stomach i and mean walks away. My God, Clear, clearly this has to resolve with ash yelling at go and being like you can't do that blah 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 and then he goes to save raboot who is hiding under a leaf in the rain i, I mean like i said i like, mean to be honest i feel like raboot's pretty cool with go abandoning him at this point like he might not outwardly show that he'll be kind of like blase about it they'll, they'll both be really sad about it and then they'll yeah. both come back together and it'll all be happy or oh, yeah, or sure. ash will remember this and then just like nuke go from orbit with a, <laughs> a dragonite mm-hmm. i don't know it's, it's interesting i'm go has been just as much as we're like hating on him he has been a refreshing character in the sense that like he's a totally he different been, character. Than he's we've been seen. completely yeah. unlike any character. I have never like this, not like I have never really felt uncomfortable or hated one of Ash's companions. Like I might've thought they were annoying or I might've thought they were like, you know, not fit to be a trainer or they were super stereotypical. Go has definitely come out of those stereotypes which is good it's it's made me feel like a new emotion while watching pokemon which is great <laughs> and i welcome it um i i just if you've never felt seething uh, rage before I, mean, I don't understand well in tor- in <laughs> not, not really i mean the oh, closest- i have felt angry before don't worry about that just saying towards the pokemon anime i don't oh, think okay. i have ever felt such like like wtf anger before the closest I think I've ever felt this way to one of Ash's companions was probably Iris, who mm. just as just as a very annoying character, just yeah. in general. Like, you know, because she was like the, oh, Ash, you're so immature when she's the actual child. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that was like frustrating. I, I mean, I don't like 
black and white in general. I think it's a like probably the worst of the Pokemon series by far, and that's not like a controversial opinion. No, like it's, it's universally reviled. Um, and while I love this new anime series, I feel like they're going out of their way to give us a like this is the start of a villain story with Go, which I appreciate. Like I'm all about that. Like let's give us a bad guy. For Ash to beat and let it be one of his like so-called former friends because mm. Go is selfish Go is you know not not good and you know Go is like the antithesis of Ash so yeah I mean I know it. we're saying that but it will not happen oh no Go, Go no. is 900% running on that redeem arc a la my <laughs> oh, academia <laughs> like there's no question about it I, I appreciate right now the nuance in it different than what we've gotten before so not gonna hate on it i'm curious right. to hear his english voice yeah because right now i expect it sounding something like i don't even know just like the worst kind of voice <laughs> <laughs> a voice that you would like want to punch in the face if it like materialized in like, front of you gary gary oak from the original anime style oh, voice where it's like kind of whiny yeah mm -hmm. that's how i kind of picture it yeah I'm curious. I don't know. Go definitely needs to get like kicked in the crotch. Okay. Well, that's a bit excessive, I will say. <laughs> that's pretty accurate. That's a little bit excessive. <laughs> well, <laughs> when we get back, uh, that's like it's two weeks in a row that you've mentioned kicking someone in, in the crotch twice. When we get back, we are going to talk about Twilight Wings Episode 4, uh, the latest in uh, this fun little kind of spinoff anime series. And uh, boy, do we got some opinions about this one. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Okay, well, uh, Twilight Wings <laughs> Episode 4. Uh, this anime just keeps getting better <laughs> in quality and in terms of oh, like story. Sure. Like this yeah. one, we get to. Well, I mean, we've discussed this in a past episode. This is the mini series that's actually kind of like set in the Sword and Shield mm -hmm. world. It's following all the characters that we've known and met in the anime. I mean, in the game. Uh, this specific anime episode follows Nessa, who is the queen of all. Who, who we've seen in a bunch of episodes now, losing. Yeah. Uh, so in, poor Nessa in, in that one match. Yeah, Nessa's had some issues uh, in the anime, at least. But obviously, in the game, she is Queen, Queen Nessa. Uh, so this kind of follows her as we we follow her through her training journey, talking with her friends, kind of coming to terms with her losses and, um, you know, trying to get stronger. She does not fight a Machoke or a Machamp like other 
gym trainers have done. Yeah, because she's healthy. She she finds yeah. a healthy outlet to her issues. <laughs> yeah, Nessa said, you know, she she it's such a beautiful I I just obviously I'm the water type fan here. Like if it's a water type Pokemon, it's gonna be me. So like I have a particular love and identification with Nessa. And this was just such a gorgeous episode. Again, the music and the animation of like the water and the waves. I mean, that was half of like me watching it, just being impressed. But then, of course, Chairman Rose pops up, yes. and Hopper so, has a lot of feelings about this. Well, he's I mean, a this, this harasser. Is, he is a sexual <laughs> harasser. There is definitely, is it's definitely, uh, a, there's definitely, it's definitely problematic. But yeah, I mean, it, it goes to just show. For a while, you weren't like, especially what was it, the second episode where he goes to see the the sick kid. Uh, yeah, was that the first? Oh, that was the first, the first episode. episode. First, the first episode, he goes to see the sick kid, and and you know, and a lot of us were like, well, at some point, there, like, the other shoe is going to have to drop, right? Like, where we start yeah. to see that this guy is actually a terrible human hmm. being or whatever. Oh, um, we've we got it in spades here. <laughs> and sure enough, here it is. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm quite surprised. Where you know, so so to to provide some context about yeah, what there we go what Rose does here. So after, after Nessa loses to Milo, which let's, let's get it out of the way. I mean, it's partially her fault that she lost. She brought a dreadnought, which has a, you know, a double weakness to grass types, mm-hmm. you know, against a grass type trainer. She wasn't going to win that battle no matter what. No. So like afterwards, you know, like Rose approaches her in like the waiting room slash like locker room area, which one creepy, uh, and then it was like, oh, Nessa, I noticed that you've been doing modeling. You know, you're going to have to choose one or the other eventually, as if to imply that she is somehow inferior because she is pursuing multiple career paths at once. And it's like, it's like really gross and it's really creepy and it really resonated with me on like a personal level because I'm someone who has also been told that about my multiple career paths. Um, and it's like, oh, well, you're holding yourself back. It's like, no, screw you, screw you. And also it's like, it's like sexual harassment. He's implying that she is never going to like reach the top because she has, you know, a career that is based off her looks. And that is like offensive. It is wrong. It is creepy. It is everything we want out of a Pokemon villain. And I can't wait for this guy to go to prison. No, absolutely. See? I oh, mean, he well, does. I mean, I totally he agree. goes to prison. He's no. he, that's like in canon. <laughs> he gets arrested. He is currently serving like hard time for his ridiculous energy scheme. <laughs> um, you wow. know, okay. I mean, but like, and like Nessa immediately like call like doesn't call him out immediately, but like the very next scene is her mm. like saying like, "What a creep this guy is!" You know, mm. how dare he? you know, try to make me choose between my two passions. Because, you know, if you are not a person who is, like, single-mindedly devoted to one thing, and, like, if you are trying to, like, you know, juggle responsibilities and trying to have it all, you have heard the story. Whether you are, you know, trying to be a working mother, whether you are trying to balance a a career that pays the bills with a career that makes you happy, um, whether or not, like, you know you're doing something like acting or the arts or any sort of like, you know, career path, which is like non-traditional nine to five office work. You know, you have heard these words come out of one of your superiors or some like family member or somebody at this point. And it like, it 
like, you know, having heard this, like personally, mm-hmm. it just drives me nuts. It pisses me off so much to like, you know, hear that. And so like, I like, I feel like, you know, I empathize with Nessa because I've been Nessa only not nearly as good looking, nor do I have a modeling career. <laughs> but other than those things, basically the same conversation I've, I've gotten, I've had the same conversation with my superiors before. And like every time, like, you know, I have basically the same reaction as Nessa, where just like, I just go, like I bitch about it to my friends. It's like, this is the most relatable Pokemon character that I've ever like met in any of the anime series. Like, like it's like, Oh my God, this is literally me. But that's what, but that's one of the things I love best about this, this series as a whole. Yeah. Like this series has truly like, I mean, cause these episodes are not long. They are six minutes oh, long. Yeah. And in the six minutes over four episodes, you know, in the 24 minutes, we have gotten more characterization mm-hmm. for, you know, some of the, the characters in the world of Galar than we have in full seasons of the traditional. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah, and it's and it's and it's just fascinating. Like I would love, like I like I you know I know that they you know they do a bunch of these kind of like mini series from you know from here and there, but like I want this team, whatever team is working on on this series, to be putting out stuff left and right, like for till the end yeah. of time. Because yeah, it's, I I do wish that we get you know because it seems like every few years we get something like this like we we had Pokemon what is Pokemon Generations mm-hmm. uh, back in 2016 now we have this um, and I just really wish that we had more spinoff series that come out <laughs> at a clip of more than once every four years <laughs> yeah. yeah I I feel like. Hopefully, I mean, like we just discussed earlier in the episode with the changes that the actual anime has made, that they're heading towards that nuance in the actual season. I know we're not going to get Ash suddenly turning into Nessa because he is one of those people with a single track mind of, I'm going to be Pokemon master, I'm going to do this, and that's that into the conversation. But I feel like somebody like Go or even Koharu in the anime series yeah. could could become something of this nuance. Um, but again, like I have to echo, like it's so impressive. I mean, beyond the visuals, which are leagues and miles above oh, what the yeah. oh, God, season yeah. does, the the animation. I mean, the same. That was the same thing that happened with Pokemon Generations. It was fabulous to watch. Just the lighting of how they did the anime was amazing. Like oh, I would. That's be, why we only get them in six minute chunks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and I would. I mean, I would. I know from a revenue standpoint, it wouldn't make sense to do this. But as a fan, as a consumer, I would be way 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 more invested in the pokemon company doing like a movie once every other year and Mm -hmm. in between that having like one of these series come out more regularly um and that's not gonna happen because they ain't making the same money off this as they are the movies um but i'm hoping that maybe with the dual release you know on youtube maybe with advertisements (laughs) they're gonna get something out of it i just i just really wish there was a way that you know, the Pokemon company could get more revenue to make this cost effective. Cause I know at the end of the day, that's what they are worried about. Um, but damn, if this is not one of the more gorgeous things the Pokemon anime has ever put out. I'm surprised it didn't come out that like Nessa only makes like <coughs> 78 cents to the dollar 
that like oh, Milo makes. <laughs> like you know, like I'm honestly surprised that they just did like it's like, a plot. That's why she has to have a second hustle. Yeah, exactly. That's why she's she's got to be a model is to you know Milo supplement just that farms. income. He just lives his best life. Her name Wulu. So so the which the, isn't uh, even a grass type Pokemon. Damn it. So the episode ends though. Um, so like the the interesting thing about these is you know they usually in one form or fashion, the end ties into the next episode of, of some sort. Uh, and this one ends, you know, with Oleana, um, mm-hmm. who is a, another character who also is evil. also evil, but a bit like evil, but fascinating in a way where it's just like, clearly she's got a story. And I feel like, yeah. hopefully mm-hmm. I feel like we may be getting that coming up next which will which will be really interesting because she's always someone who's just like even in the game like i was just like there is there is something wrong with this lady uh yeah. but like not not necessarily nefarious i mean obviously when she was working for rose and you know she looked up to him and whatever and yeah. you know, she's just as culpable for his stuff as um as he is but you know you wonder how some people get get to that point and so maybe we'll yeah. find out the thing well, I'm it, most excited about, sorry, I, I just want no, to say this. Ahead. I was just going to say the thing I'm most excited about is when we get to the final episode and it's going to be Leon's episode, which we all know <laughs> on this podcast that Hopper hates. But be. whatever happens in that episode is going to turn Hopper inside out, upside down, and all around. I mean, because if there is one episode of this podcast you don't want to miss, it's that one. I mean, whatever That's, happens, like, whatever you're happens, gonna feel I'm so going to feel so bad for him. No, I'm not. Okay, what like, if it comes out that he has like horrific self confidence and he calls himself the champion because, like, but listen, we all to, like, have horrific self confidence issues and we don't go and, you know, act as a passive participant in a nearly world ending scheme. As somebody who. You know, you know like, Megan. Megan. Like, you know, like I said, I have self-confidence issues. I've never participated in a plot to try to destroy the Galar region, you know, on some, like, like Lex Luthor style, like, energy scheme. But, you know, like, the worst that Jim's ever done with all of his self-confidence issues is scam some grandmas. Like, you know, he's never gone to, like, you know, like, supervillain felony level. And look at him. Look at Jim. I gotta admit. Feel like you're misreading the Leon situation for drama. <laughs> I appreciate because our readers are eating it up. Our not readers, listeners. If you're reading this podcast, I'm impressed. <laughs> um, but I will just say I'm excited for that Leon episode because Hopper and I will probably blow a gasket fighting at one another. So. It's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting to see, just given what this show does and so, and, and how it. You know, I mean, yeah. it is very, it is a very, if you have feelings, you will feel them during these. So, during so these let's, let's I mean, bring it back. maybe Chairman Rose threatened go and Leon's like passively trying to like, oh. work you mean hop, it. you hop. mean hop. I mean, yeah, hop. Yeah. I was about to say, hop if, and go are so similar to me because <laughs> I just like, the same character. They are say, essentially the same character. <laughs> but you know, like if, if that would have been the case, one that would have done wonders of explaining what the hell, you know, what, what exactly Leon was thinking. Right. Because, you know, in the games, it's just like, you know, Leon's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We will go and upturn Galar society. But I really want to have this battle first. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's basically how it comes I'm off. I'm sure Leon was hoping that, that Hop was going to win. And that's like why Leon wouldn't let Hop or, or your, your avatar, or your gamer, you know, near the situation because if Hop and Chairman Rose came in the same situation, oh Leon was trying to protect his brother. Hopper but, just setting but this up. 
Setting let's, it up. Let's be, let's be real. If like Hop were presented with this like this like issues, like listen, Hop, we need to have a talk. You're now champion of the Galar region, so we have to let you in on the dirtiest secret <laughs> that the Galar region has. <laughs> we're going to run out of energy in a thousand years, and Hop's going to be like, "Well, what can we do?" He's like, "Well, I have this scheme. We're going to harness <laughs> this this legendary Pokemon." For energy. And Hop's like, oh, brilliant. Brilliant. I'm totally in. Like, I'm totally in. Like, let's face it. Hop would be an active participant. No, but like, it would be more, but it would be more like, but I still get to be champion, right? Yeah, he's, like, <laughs> he's like, well, he's like, well, I have to go and beat my rival because it just seems like he keeps getting better. So, yes, let's go through with this energy scheme. Can you somehow <laughs> hook me up to this so I can be Dynamax? And like Leon's like, that'll probably kill you. Like, I don't care. I just need to get more stronger. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh God. Like, what have we done? Like, but what my big question is, so the, the, the anime, the Twilight Wings episode ends with Oleana looking at that drawing of Charizard and Leon that the sick kid did in the first episode. Yep. Yeah. So like, I'm wondering like what connection that's all going to be because we've, we've already firmly established that this kid's probably going to die. And we kind of oh, just presumed yeah. that, like, you know, he was just going to get I sick. I assumed it would happen off screen, but... Yeah, but, like, now I'm wondering if Oleana is, like, worried, like, oh, well, Nessa just can't, you know, reach her full potential because she's modeling. Chairman Rose has a picture of a kid that a kid drew of him, or of Leon. You know, he's he's got, you know, like, also has emotional ties holding him down. I must get rid of them. I wonder if she's going to kill wow, this kid. You are just like Dark Souls the wow. series right now. You are well, just I'm just saying, I mean, think about it. I would, but here's the thing. Here's what I would, here's what I would say. I would, wouldn't put it past Oleana to use this as emotional blackmail. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily off. The oh, I, I agree. Please Christian. Oh, for but sure. Emotional I blackmail. Totally. Oh, 100%. I don't know. I've just been reading some really dark comics lately. So maybe that's what's, what's going on is like, I see like innocence and then like, Oh, these, these people are going to die. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think Oleana is going to have something in regards. I feel like either it's going to be the emotional blackmail kind of situation or, you know, in order to, to distance Chairman Rose from this kid, she'll, she'll, you know, be beneficial, move him to a different hospital, (laughs) you know, move him to like a better hospital with better equipment, or she'll just straight up like divert funds to like get this kid better or like on a track or a treatment track to to give him a better prognosis. Or she's going to say something like, if we have more energy, we'll be able to get (laughs) Eternus to save him. Like it's going to be something like that. <laughs> that that's like it's I like donh yes she's going to take the kid out back <laughs> that's I mean, awful if if there were one character in the pokemon franchise that you would fully expect would be willing and able to murder a child oleana's got to be on the top of that list no that's giovanni <laughs> i mean giovanni's also <laughs> giovanni's also right up there but oleana's got to be like in the top 3 on that list like there's there's Geddes from black and white who is just like straight up also evil, like you know, like no problem, like just killing anything that gets in his way. Giovanni, obviously, because he's a mob boss, you know that like at the bottom of you know like the oceans that surround Kant, like in the bottom of Vermilion Bay, 
there are probably like 50 people with cement shoes on like you know <laughs> that he's like personally watched and That's you know horrifying <laughs> yeah, i mean it's the truth there's some magic. I just have this scene in my head of the like skeletons and cement shoes and like magic cart swimming <laughs> in between the ribs or something. On, like you know, like nibbling on their like offer. decomposing flesh. And then there's Oleana. Like Oleana is definitely a cleaner. Like oh, like Chairman Rose. Like you know, like has something problematic goes on, and she just like goes out, and like you know, suddenly the next day, like the person like fell off a train track, you know, with ropes tied to her. You know, like, and like, you know, that's, that's just what happens. Like, oh man, it's like, it's so sad that this person just stumbled in front of us, like a bus. All I can say is, is I'm glad that Hoffer's not the person in charge of the story progression of Pokemon. (laughs) I mean, if I were in charge of the Pokemon franchise story progression, uh, it would definitely be a lot more dramatic than what we got now. That's all all I'll say. Uh, there's no transition out of that. Christian, why don't you give us the Pokemon fact of the week? <laughs> okay, it's it's another two-parter, mainly because I don't remember if we've done the first part of this before. Uh, so, you know, obviously there are lots of Pokemon uh, that are based off real-life uh, plants and animals. Victory Bell is one of those. Victory Bell is literally a pitcher plant, which is a carnivorous plant which gathers up uh, water in its pitcher, which is basically like a bell shape. It literally, it's Victory Bell's body. Mm -hmm. Um, And it kind of like bugs enter that trying to get the water, which is like sometimes mixed with a, uh, a nectar of sorts. And then the pitcher plant eats it. I mean, that's, that's, it's literally, if you take a look at a pitcher plant, it's literally Victory Bell without the eyes. Yep. I mean, it's just straight up. It's a pitcher plant. What's mm-hmm. a little bit lesser known, because I, I have a funny feeling that we've talked about that one before. What's lesser known is that Bellsprout, you know, you, you, you think like Bellsprout, pretty puny Pokemon, right? Yeah. It produces acid. They can melt steel. Wow. Rip. Yeah. Steelix yeah. is worst nightmare. All right, peace, Steelix. Like, you know, just like an, a, a corrosive acid that, you know, can apparently like destroy some of the strongest building materials known to man. Yeah. You'll never look at Bellsprout the same. The forest and jungle of the Pokemon universe are just truly Elgician horror stories. I don't want to, I'm I'm going to, but I am now, (laughs) I want to see the, the fan art of victory bell just like, feasting on caterpies and weedles. Well, it does. I mean, that's the thing yeah, we talk it, about. It, like, it, it straight no. up eats bug Pokemon. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. it, it talks about, like, it eats bugs, but, you know, we've now established that there are no just, like, common bugs to eat. It literally <laughs> has to kill other Pokemon in order to survive. That's we don't talk about this. It's, 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 it's the only reason why at least Victory Bell, like, looks like a carnivorous plant, like, yeah, like, we saw it, like, try to eat James, like, a thousand times. Like, right. of course it eats woody Pokemon, given yeah. the chance. Yeah, yeah but, I mean, you know, that explains why that happened. You know, like, what we don't think of is, like, you know, Vileplume, mm-hmm. you know, which we've, we've have discussed about, also a carnivorous Pokemon. You know, yep. gentle, smiley Vileplume <laughs> eats other Pokemon. And, like, both of them, they probably get into, like, these, like, fierce competitions where they both, like, try to engorge themselves on as many, like, Weedle and, like, Caterpie as they can find. Well, that's horrifying. Yep. Well, I mean, but anyone who's played the games knows that there are plenty of Caterpie and Weedle to go around. Oh, so big. That's why there's so many. (laughs) 
Oh, well, there we go. There's another Pokemon fact of the week to make you a better, smarter Pokemon fan. If you like this show, let us know. I mean, we, we love hearing from you guys. And there's multiple ways to give us feedback, even if it's the constructive kind. The best way, because I say it's the best because you get something out of this. You leave us a five-star review on iTunes uh, and we read it on the air. You get a free comicbook.com t-shirt mailed out to you just for saying nice things. Uh, the other way uh, you can is obviously, you know, by telling your friends about the show. The more, the more people who we have, you know, sort of come to the show, uh, the better off, um, you know, we'll all be. You know, we want to grow this, this community of listeners for this show. There's a lot of Pokemon podcasts out there, and we truly appreciate the fact that you uh, spend an hour with us each week um, to, to listen to us ramble for sure. Uh, the other uh, way you can as well is uh, you can get in touch with us on Twitter. You can find me at Jim Biscardi. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Megan Peters CB. Let me know what you want us to do for our special year anniversary episode. Cause mm-hmm. that's gotta be fun. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you can find me at Seahoffer C bus. Thank you all for spending some time with us this week. We will catch you next week on the eve of our year anniversary. We'll catch you then.